the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Let's bring in the one and the only Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist, Briefing.com. How are you, Mr. Rosen? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? Doing well. A little bit better than that GDP number that got thrown up on the screen today. That was pretty ugly, wasn't it? Yeah, what's your take on that? Uh, past performance not indicative of future returns, or I mean, it basically it... says what you know we've thought for a while now is that first quarter GDP not good, first quarter economic growth not good. Um, this isn't a story that's new. I mean, if you looked in the past years, we've seen that uh, first quarter, second quarter growth has underperformed expectations. A lot of that is because we've had uh, some kind of weird seasonal pattern where second half growth has outperformed expectations, which has led economists in general to, to think that we're on a uh, new, you know, accelerating of, you know, potential type growth pattern, and they keep that type of growth going on into the new year, which only then folds and, and slows down, and that's just what we got uh, in Q1. So much of the bad GDP numbers, like you're saying, is now being tied towards weather. Um, do we carry that forward and, like, there's a real loss of business, or is it pent up and we it comes back? Well, it's it's strange. So before this GDP print, I was always in the camp that weather was way overplayed, that there's nothing in the in the data that suggested weather. And you could look at a couple things, and one of the biggest ones was that the personal savings rate declined in Q1. In Q1. So if there was pent-up demand, why did you know consumers spend more than they saved? You know, you would expect the opposite to happen. Uh, the latest data now shows a small, and I mean small by a you know a tenth of a percent increase in the savings rate in Q1, uh, namely because we didn't spend as much uh, in the first quarter as we had assumed we did uh, in estimate number two and in the advance estimate. So you could blame weather a little bit more than you could um, before this GDP report was released. Still, you know, if you look at May data, you know, look at April data, you didn't see much of growth in consumption, um, especially the last GDP, sorry, the last retail sales report that came out. It was very disappointing. We had, um, you know, a nice car report, and it didn't transfer into a big number of retail sales. And if you adjusted out um, for core retail sales, which loses uh, – 
building materials and gas station spending and uh, auto dealers, you were negative, meaning, the, and, and that's what more correlates with uh, consumption good on good spending in the GDP data. So you know, we're not seeing like a big spike up from you know savings that need to be unleashed. You know, it's just more of the same. Is there anything else that we need to hit on this GDP story, or do we just move on? I think it's, you know, it is what it is. You know, even though it was minus 2.9, we still had a minus 1 point, you know, print before. It's saying the same thing, that economic activities in the first quarter were weaker. Um, you know, everyone's expecting, you know, a real big pickup in the second quarter. And, you know, we're seeing 3% growth, which on the headline looks great, but if you get back down to it, uh, real final sales, which is a much more constant measure of economic activities, is below 2%. You know, we're not at potential. You know, we're seeing some, you know, some volatility from inventories, but, but nothing to suggest that the economy is on a, on a steady, stable, above potential rate. Other big stories in the world of economics today, um, I guess yesterday we had the housing numbers coming from Case-Shiller. Do you like the Case-Shiller numbers, or do you like the I don't, NAR numbers? Yeah, well, the NAR numbers are terrible. Um, I, I don't particularly like the Case-Shiller numbers that much either. I, I prefer the FHFA data. It's more huh? of a, a larger sample. Um, Case-Shiller only takes from a certain number of cities and tries to aggregate out what uh, – you know, national housing is based on, you know, these urban areas. The FHFA data uses um, all conforming loans, so it's not as good in terms of uh, when you have a lot of subprime or a lot of uh, jumbo loans that aren't prime uh, lending. You know, that, that stuff is kind of filtered away, but it gives you a general idea across the nation um, how prime level uh, homes are doing, and, and, and that's been showing, you know, upward but not as strong as the case shiller data. What are we looking for at this point in time to say everything's okay in the economy? Is it retail numbers? Is it housing numbers? Is it auto numbers? I, I think it's the retail data. You know, the retail okay. sales numbers. I mean, we need a strong consumer. You need to show that the consumer is going to be spending their income, and if you spend their income, maybe it'll get the uh, businesses to start expanding again, and investment will start coming back, and we'll start to see, uh, you know, job growth that we need to see, you know, not this 200,000 level, but, you know, closer to 300,000, some way of of uh, removing some of these discouraged workers that we have in, in the labor force and, and getting everything to move forward at a uh, quicker, you know, and accelerating pace. You know, right now we're not seeing that. We're still seeing, you know, a sluggish consumer. You know, there's a lot of reasons for it. You could still say that there's debt overhang. Um, you can still say that, you know, the consumers that want to, you know, add leverage to their uh, to their portfolio can't do so uh, simply because they don't have access to credit. So, you know, the, the consumer in themselves needs to recover and rebound and be, and be the source of economic uh, growth, and, and that's not coming around yet. What else are you looking at right now, Dr. Jeff, that is important for us to maybe start thinking about? Because you're a smart guy. I think that the durable goods report today was was okay. better than what the headline showed. And, you know, I think a lot of people are, are looking at the, you know, the down headlines. But, you know, if you subtract out and just look at business investment, you know, it's starting to come. Uh, if you even filter even 
further in the report. Um, we're seeing a big increase in uh, unfilled orders, and we've been seeing that for actually the last few years, and, and it doesn't make much sense. I mean, you're having all these businesses take on these massive backloads, and they're not willing or un, unable to, uh, to, to produce out of them. And I don't know if that's because businesses are concerned that these you know, backlog back orders are going to be canceled at some point so they don't want to be stuck with excess inventory or if they're just you know worried about expanding their production facilities in order to to be able to produce out of this backlog but eventually that's got to come down and if it comes down through shipping you know that, that means greater production that would be you know a tremendous boost to economic growth and, and it's there like you know the, the people have ordered these you know businesses have ordered them you know, it's just that the manufacturers aren't producing them. And I, and I think once we start seeing that come through, it's going to be, uh, you know, a good sign for economic growth. Thanks very much. That's Dr. Jeff Rosen with Briefing.com. He's the chief economist. Briefing.com provides independent live market analysis of the United States and international equity markets. I say give it a try. Um, there's multiple levels of service. Uh, the professional is awesome. It is one of the first go-to areas that CFP, Chad Burton, and myself utilize. Um, the information has been around for a long time, and the information has been trusted for a long time, and that's important. Um, it is not – how do I want to say this? I think there's some financial media sites that are fluffy and let anyone work there, but Briefing clearly wants professionals only in their research department. So Dr. Jeff Rosen – uh, Chief Economist, he's been around for a long time. And again, consistency of message helps you go very, very far in investing. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Supreme Court blocking the Internet breach of broadcast televisions. Um, I think this is ultimately a very big disaster because the company's toast. There's no plan B. It's a huge loss for consumers, in the long run, perhaps a huge loss for the traditional TV business that wanted to kill Aereo. I think it can chill innovation in the cloud media industry, much the same way that putting Napster out of business largely managed to relegate peer-to-peer media sharing apps to the margin of criminals. There's just something wrong about the judicial branch ruling that new uses for old technologies are illegal, in my opinion. The law allows anyone with a TV antenna to watch broadcast TV for free. The broadcasters sell ads on TV to pay for that. And they make a profit doing so because more and more people are turning away from their TV set in order to watch video on demand and on their phones, on tablets, on laptops. Free broadcast TV is under a threat. It survives mostly because cable companies bundle it with cable channels. Area is one of those devices that's so simple it's brilliant. The company owns thousands of individual little TV antennas which it stores centrally. One for each viewer per the law. Area restricts you to watching within the market you subscribe to as well. For example, a New York City area subscriber can't access the account if they're in Los Angeles. You'd think that TV companies would be cheering for this. It's so simple, it's brilliant. And it gets you to watch more TV with more advertising on it. Um, I think it's a big loss. So rather than embracing new tech media and new technology, networks threaten to end free TV altogether. And that's not a win-win situation in any way, shape, or form. CBS and Fox both said they would restrict their broadcast signal to cable providers if they had lost the case. Ironically, this would have made them even more dependent on the business model that was so dysfunctional at Spawn Area in the first place. 
So make no, no, no mistake about it. Large media companies hate innovation. TV and movie studios also believe that DVRs and VHS cassettes would kill their business. In fact, they enhance them. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblack.com. Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.